Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. It took a little hiatus because one, I injured my back picking up a cooler for my kids back to school bash that we throw. Not, I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. And then also because it is back to school season and back to school season brings with it its own tired, achy, and stressful times. I'll be honest, sending two kids to school and myself that first day, I felt like I had things under control, but I also knew to prepare myself for the new shift in seasons. And I'm not talking about from summer to fall because it was 113 degree heat index here today, but I'm talking about the season of life. When you're closing one chapter and opening another, whether you are starting school, the summer is beginning, having a new baby, getting married, Anytime you know that a chapter is going to be starting fresh, or even if one unexpectedly happens, well, that is a changing season, and it throws a lot of uncertainty in the mix. When we don't know what to expect, but also our schedule and routine get thrown off from what we've grown accustomed to, that's when the anxiety sets in, and that's when we need the most help creating a solid routine and system that are going to put us back into a schedule that we can manage. So that's what today's podcast episode is about. We're going to talk about the simple steps you can take when you have a new chapter starting and you need to establish new or modified routines and systems. Now it's been a minute, so I want to clarify the difference between routine and system, at least the way that I look at them. A routine is going to tell you what you're doing and when you're doing it. It's kind of like those habits that you fall into. You know that when you get ready for bed, you're going to wash your face and brush your teeth because you've set up that routine and it makes the most sense to do it right then. But a system gives you a little bit more of the how and the why and purpose behind when and how you do certain things. So the system gives the purpose to the routine, but the routine is the essential piece that is going to help everything start feeling under more control. So the first step we're going to look at, you can take it one of two ways. Let's say you know that there is a new season brewing, that you know that the back to school bell is about to ring. Well, one to two weeks before that, what I want you to do is start noticing the routines that you have and make note on actual paper of the days and times and what you do when it comes to your routine. This can be as simple as, you know, you work out at 7 a.m., then you like to sit down with a coffee and enjoy the weather on the front porch, and that's summer you, right? We might not have that luxury if school starts at 7 a.m. So when we look at our routine that is established now, we're just making note of the things that we were doing in, honestly, a less stressful period. (laughs) And we want to take and prioritize those things into our new season. But you can't prioritize what you don't remember you do. It's just like when you're sitting down to make a meal plan. You know you know how to cook some food, but you forget every single recipe. When you sit down to look at how you're going to create a new routine and a new system for the new season that you're in, you 
tend to forget some of the things that you were doing, that you relied on in your previous routine, which is why we need to write it down. Now, let's say that this new season came pretty unexpectedly and you just kind of were thrown in, jumped in headfirst, or you didn't have the ability to really look ahead because maybe you've already started the new school year and you just want to get something going right now. What I want you to do is take one week to notice all the things that keep coming up and maybe surprising you and aren't really part of a routine or the routine they're a part of is just not working very well and make just a list of that. I don't necessarily care that you write down the day or time that that has to happen every week because what we need to do is evaluate where we can fit it into our new schedule so that we can make it a priority instead of it being a last minute, oh my gosh, I forgot this. And if you're more on the reactive end of this, you can't really plan ahead and keep track of all your routines and systems, that's okay. Just know that we are probably going to continuously add one little piece here or there, and you'll fit it into your system and routine in the next few steps. So the next thing to do is actually something that I'm doing with my freshmen right now and going through your schedule. Once you have a list of all the things that you typically do or need to do or like to do, we have to figure out where it's going to go. And the only real way to figure out where it can go is to know where it can't. So you need to create some sort of visual schedule on when you have time to do certain things. So I've been doing this in my time management check-in with my freshmen, trying to help them understand visually how much time on each day they might have to devote to things like, you know, studying or schoolwork. But I also like to do this myself because it allows me to see where my time is currently devoted and where my free time or open time is actually, or my open time is every single day. And maybe what day I have more free time and open time to put something in instead of something like a Monday, where Mondays can be a little hectic between gymnastics and school and the drop-offs and the pickups and all the things that have to happen. And at this point, we are still not touching those lists we made in the first step. Right now, you're just writing out what your current obligations are. And one of the things that can be a little tricky with this is you do not want to write down every single week what is going to happen. You have a calendar for that. You know that there are things that are going to come and go in and out of each and every week, but there are reliables, kind of those old faithful things that are always happening. And what I told my students is, if you know that most weeks you could have cheer practice, for example, then you need to leave cheer practice in there. If it just so happens that that cheer practice goes away, then you now have some open time that you can dedicate to some extras. Once we make a version of this schedule where you can see your open moments of time in those chunks, then what we need to do is go and analyze the tasks that need to be done. If it already has a routine and a system and it fits perfectly in that time frame, you have the routine. You have the what and the when. You know what you're doing and when you're doing it because that's an established routine that is not affected by this change in season. So if you know that that's going to be okay and it's kind of been untouched, cross it off of your list because, well, those are like freebies. You don't have to worry about them anymore. But there are some things like, for instance, my kids' snacks for school. I purchased all of these bulk snacks. I know I could just put them in their own individual Ziplocs myself, but right now I don't have the bandwidth for that. 
So instead, I purchase bulk snacks from Sam's and I put them in a drawer and they can pick from them. But picking from them in the morning, the day of that they need the snacks, is not going so well. Sometimes the mornings are hectic and rushed. Sometimes there's big emotions. And sometimes we just plain old forget. So instead, I need to look at if that is a routine that is broken or not working, how can I make it work? What other time can I put that little piece of effort so that it actually produces the results without the headache? And so thinking about it, I decided that when my kids empty their backpack with their binders and all the things they did that day all over my kitchen table right before we eat dinner, well, that is when I'm going to have them pick out new snacks for the next day. And when they do that on Fridays, those snacks will stay in there until Monday when they head to school. It's a small step, but it is a shift from chaos into something that's more reliable. Kind of that calm lull at the end of the school day before any activities get underway. And so now I've removed something from a high stress situation, looked at where we have a little bit of free time, and I was able to slot it in to a new routine. And actually, I'm just adding it into a routine that was already established as an extra step. You're going to go through task by task and look at your schedule and say, where can it fit so that I am reducing my stress and I may be reducing a step or two? One of the ways that I'm reducing steps this year is that I have decided that I'm going to, on Friday morning, pack five lunches into a lunchbox, take them to school and put them in the freezer, and they will be ready for me the next week. Then I can take my old containers of lunch home because I'm always forgetting them and they will be clean for the weekend. This doesn't seem like a big deal, but it minimizes the fact that I could forget a lunch one of the five days and then need to order out and our lunch is too early to actually order DoorDash. So it would, it would not end well for me. In scheduling these tasks, where can you fit it? Where can you reduce the friction? And if it's something that is causing stress, why is it causing stress and how can you relieve it? The next thing that you're going to do with anything that is left over that you just cannot seem to find time for is we have to create a priority system. If you were going to an eight o'clock yoga class and and now you're obviously not available at 8am most mornings, we have to decide what the priority piece of this is. Is it the doing the yoga or is it going to class? Because it cannot be going to that specific timed class because that is not an option. If it's just doing yoga, where can we fit doing yoga in, in an environment that is going to fit into your systems and your schedule? If it is going to a class, what options are there for when you can attend one? And if one lines up, but it overlaps other systems, you're going to have to shuffle some things around. And depending on where it lies in the priority scale, it either needs to get minimized or nixed altogether. When you shift into these seasons, there are typically things that are added back in. And to add things in, we need to remove others. And I'm not saying that that's a permanent shift, but it is something that we have to realize. You can't just continuously add new things to your plate and new obligations without removing something else. And I know most of us don't want to hear that. You don't want to have to give up on the things that were making you feel like you were having success, that you were really relaxed and enjoying everything. I'm not saying you have to give those up. What I'm saying is we need to prioritize 
where everything in our schedule is so that if that becomes the priority, you kick something else out. You have to find a balance between what you keep and what you are willing to let go of. And what you're willing to let go of might just be put on pause for a moment. And as you start getting your bearings, that can be the first thing that you add back in. But you need to have a plan for where you think it might fit. For example, if you're going to go out to uh, dinner with your girlfriends, maybe once every other week or once a month, and it's something that you really enjoy and you want to make it a priority, that's fine. But the spot where that dinner belongs, if it's already dedicated to something, then you're going to have to see what you can either remove or shift from the time slot where that was taking place. Because the reality is you can only do one thing and do it well at a time. Maybe you know that you need to do a little bit extra grading and stay later by 20 minutes at school on Monday so that you can free up some extra time on Tuesday to go out. Or maybe you know that you need to pre-make lunches for Wednesday on Monday so that Tuesday night it doesn't feel like it's an extra chore. You can always squeeze things if you have to, but really you're trading and eliminating something on that day in something that was in your routine so that you can add a new priority in. So making sure you know what your priorities are for your season are going to be important. Some other helpful things that you need to look at are where and when do these tasks make the most logical sense to fit in? If you need to make lunches for the week, then it probably doesn't make sense to do that on the night where you have like five activities for your kids back to back. That's going to seem like a really obvious one, right? You have to make sure you have the time for it. Another thing we're going to look at as we try to build a time and a place for all of these pieces of our routine and system that we're going to practice is being flexible on the time and place that they can happen. That's what I really had to look at when I considered what I'm going to do with my lunches so that I don't forget them as often. Monday seems like the most logical time to take in a full week's worth of lunches, but Monday is not going to be my least chaotic day. Friday, I'm going to ease right on into the school, and so I'm going to transfer some of the load to that Friday. And when I'm unloading our weekly groceries, that's when I go ahead and start a meal for the week so that I can reheat it later whenever anything gets too crazy. I already have food out. I have things in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I can start browning some meat or I can start cooking up some chicken to shred. Aligning steps with other things that complement the task is going to make it feel a lot more natural and give you less friction when you need to add something in. The last step in all of this is really to constantly be reevaluating what is happening around you. So you need to see what routines you already have in place or what things you definitely are struggling to keep up with. And then you are going to look at the schedule you currently have and see where they logically fit into place based off of when and how things are happening already, but also where you might not have as much friction and chaos going on. Seeing if you can condense tasks that happen over multiple days into a singular bigger task or breaking up a singular big task into multiple days so that you have the time to do little steps at a time. When you notice that something is just not clicking, multiple issues in a row popping up over and over, that's when it's time to reevaluate if that when and where is actually effective 
Or if you just need to ask yourself, why am I doing this and how am I going to do it to make it the most effective so that you can have a little bit more of an open mind in reorganizing it somewhere else and making sure that if you run out of time, you know that you have to give up something to gain something. And those priorities are going to come into play. Not everything can be a top priority every single day. So when you need to decide what kind of gets the boot and knowing that you can be putting it on pause just for now to start it back up once you get your feet under you again. I hope this was helpful. Honestly, the first week back at school, I'm not 100% sure all the words that come out of my mouth make a ton of sense. I am really glad to be back though. And I know it might not feel like it from a listener point of view, especially if you are also going back to school but I'm so glad to be back on the podcast. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineer does education so we can build a simple system together.